0: What's up, nerds? Arthur here, Antonio Padilla. With me, as always, is my Lancelot Clifford Miller. Say what's up, Cliff.
1: What's going on, yo?
0: <laughs> We're back. Uh, we had a pretty wild episode last week, and if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, do yourself a favor, go check it out. It was a beast of an episode. <laughs> so,
1: yo, it was so much go fun. Go check
0: it out. <laughs> it was fun, man. I'm, trying, I'm talking to our guest from last week about coming back soon, because <laughs> she... She said she had a lot of fun as well, so we'll try and work that out sometime. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll get to do it again because it was fun. It was it was super wild. Um, and for anybody who's listening and is wondering like why I sound so weird, I'm uh, battling a pretty pretty bad cold that I've had for about a week now. Uh, I'm through the worst of it, but just bear with me. I know I sound a bit nasally. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, that's just for this episode. <laughs> All right, so. We've got some news to cover today. Isn't that right, Cliff?
1: Yes, we do.
0: We have so much news for you beautiful people out there. Uh, Mainly because we didn't get to cover a lot of the stories last week because we did a Secret Origins episode. So, (laughs) we're going to do a little catch-up here today. Uh, Not a whole lot, but definitely more than we would have had. Because lately the news in the nerd world has been a little slow. But I mean, it's, it's only February, so... You know, what do you want to expect? All the big stuff doesn't start to drop until the summer. (laughs) Right. So the first story I want to lead with is uh, there were rumors going around that after Ben Affleck had stepped down from the role of Batman. uh, After the ludicrous rumors that uh, Robert Pattinson was the front runner to take over the role, which we also talked about in a previous episode and debunked that. Uh, the new rumors started speculating that Army Hammer was, quote, in final negotiations to take over the role. Now, this is nothing but a load of crap. <laughs> I, that's why I want to talk about this because Army Hammer himself has debunked these rumors in an interview he did where he said, and I'm going to pull up the quote here. Uh, he said, no one who can actually give me the job has asked me if I'm interested. I don't even know if they're done. They're still working on a script. He also said uh, later in the interview, this is a quote from later, as far as I know, no one has checked my availability, which is a bummer. So that last piece there where he says, which is a bummer indicates to me at least that he is interested in the role. But I mean, you know what actor wouldn't be. Um, so, yeah, there you go. There you have it. Uh, I also want to talk about um, this is not the first time Army Hammer's name has been linked to the role. He was actually cast as Batman in George Miller's Unmade Justice League Mortal, which was in production in 2006, 2007. This was back when Army Hammer was an unknown actor, at least to me, anyways. I had never heard of him. Um, but that movie got far enough into development that he actually had his Batman, his bat suit. And there are photos of the cast, the entire cast of that movie, in their suit, which you can find online. You can Google it, uh, Google uh, Justice League Mortal cast photos, whatever. Uh, the big photo with all of them in their suits together is is really low res and you can barely see who any of them are. Uh, and honestly, I can't judge his suit on that photo alone, but, um, you know, I imagine he would be interested in taking the role again, seeing as how he, he had it and it just slipped out of his hands. So, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to him getting the role, but as of right now, those rumors are totally false and, you know, the man himself even said so. So Cliff, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you have any additional opinions you want to share?
1: Yeah, you know, the funny thing is, is, like, I'm, I don't know how I feel about Army Hammer actually even portraying the role. Even though, like, he was casted originally, his, his last couple movies, man, just never really did it for me. Even, like, um, I Mm. I wasn't, even, like, Cars 3. Like, I'll be honest, like, him doing voiceovers on Cars 3, like. Was he in Cars 3? Yeah, he was, uh, Jackson Storm, like, the new guy. Oh,
0: jeez. See, man, like, I gave up on the Cars franchise, so I didn't even know he was in that movie.
1: <laughs> like that's that, crazy. I mean, I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really care for him in The Lone Ranger. And I don't want to, I don't want to knock him, because he's definitely, he's got, like, the right look for Batman himself, which is the reason why he got casted. Mm-hmm. It was just a shame that, mm-hmm. you know, like, 2006 was uh the writer's strike, like, happened. Yep, and, that's like, exactly what it was. It that's deaded what so many projects, man. Yo, because remember, like... yeah. Um, John Stewart was casted, man. Common was supposed to be playing him and like
0: so. Yeah, to... Common was cast as John Stewart. And yes. interestingly enough, we're gonna get into this later. Uh Adam Brody was cast as Barry Allen, the Flash. Yeah. And that's gonna come yes. around later in a later story. But yeah, just... they, that cast was interest oh oh, go ahead.
1: It was it was awesome. Like every all the pieces were getting put together, even they had the sets made in Australia, like Everything was set yeah, like, for they them were to be made.
0: Just Yeah, like I said that movie was far enough into production before it was called off that everybody had their suits, they had sets, the script was finished, they, like the villain was cast, it was going to be Maxwell Lord played by get this, Jay Barishell. Damn. Like how crazy is that? Like I love that casting. You know, like most people would be like, "Oh, Jay Baruchel. But, like, people forget he's an Academy Award-nominated actor, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's just... It's it's wild, but, you know, I, I don't know. ARMY definitely has the Bruce Wayne look, you know, that chiseled jaw, like, the... the oh, yeah, look, for sure. Like, everything about him, like, just stands out. I just... I don't know, man. Like, and normally when I say I don't know about a, yeah. about a certain cast member, like, I'm 100% wrong. Like, so I have to, like... eat crow later so that's why i'm on the fence about it i'm not a huge fan of the the idea but i'm glad that like he wasn't picked yet but if he is i definitely will Mm -hmm. still go support the movie so it's not a a huge loss
0: right right and i mean i i totally agree with you like he's not my number one pick for the role and uh you know if you were to say hey who would you i honestly couldn't even tell you you know uh who i would cast you know because it's such a like coming off of Affleck, who I loved, and I was talking to uh, Swag. Uh, by the way, Swag uh, is not here with us today. He's busy doing wizard stuff, so uh, he'll be back in a future episode. But I was talking to him because he asked me. He was like, "Who would you want to be the new Batman?" I said, "Dude, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because honestly, I didn't even know who who to say when people asked me after Christian Bale. I had no idea." So, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know who's being looked at. Uh, Matt Reeves apparently does have a very specific um, type in mind. But aside from that, we don't really know who he's considering, who he's looking at. And, um, you know, uh, we're supposed to get casting soon, uh, sometime soon. The movie is supposed to go into production into the later end of this year. So we're going to get some official news sometime in the near future so honestly uh the reason i bring up this story is because i want to just tell people just calm down okay like the news is going to come and it's going to be official and we can stop with all these stupid rumors that have been going around lately like these rumors are just rumors and people are reporting them as if it's fact as if it's official it's not (laughs) like i said the whole robert pattinson thing got started because of boss logic who i love but he did a Photoshop image and people were like, oh, my God, Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman. No, <laughs> no, he's not. And again, somebody, somebody somewhere, I can't remember where this rumor got started. Um, see if it's here in the article I was reading. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Hmm. It doesn't even say where it got started. But, you know, either way, this rumor got started and people were again, people were. Saying, like, oh, this is a fact. He is in final negotiations. No, he's not. The man himself said so. So, you know. Poor guy. Take that however you will. You know he's,
1: like, hyped about it, too. He's like, guys, you keep dangling this role in my face. (laughs) And I want to play the role, but you won't let me, assholes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I do feel bad for him. Because, like I said, he had the role. And it it just didn't happen. And so I, I can't help but feel bad for the guy. Even now when these rumors start going and people are asking him are you going to be batman are you going to be batman he's like no but i want to be <laughs> you know?
1: i feel like he so, gets dressed yeah. up he gets dressed up like halloween and he's just like yeah i'm batman
0: <laughs> not really <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be surprised dude i wouldn't be surprised if he stole his batman suit from justice league mortal like <laughs> if he has it in his closet somewhere he just looks at it like yeah, you know, know sad that. like <sighs>
1: I should have been him,
0: but you know, I mean, uh, sometimes you know these things happen, these things happen for better or worse, but <laughs> yeah, you know, that's I'm really still, all I have to say
1: i you know it's funny how you uh, uh, go ahead Clay. how you were talking about swag was bringing up mm-hmm. uh who you would have. I'm still very much um a John Ham fan, like I really think like he wants to play, but obviously they want to go younger, so you can't really like kinda depend on him, but I'm still really like. Go get John Ham. Like he wants to play the role. Like I think he's very good for the role. Uh, and uh, Matt mm. Matt Bomber. Like those are the two that like stand out to mm. me. The guys that I would I would like to see play. You know, Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. But like Matt Balmer right now is kind of busy as Negative Man and Doom Patrol. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that dude. He really loves the superhero world. He he was also Superman briefly yeah uh, animated but he was and even before that he did play superman in live action in a some advertisement i don't remember what it was for but yeah man like that dude clearly loves the world of superheroes so why not let him be in a movie that's all i'm saying i mean he's on doom patrol right now and he's great in that show uh okay. we're going to talk about that later as well so i don't want to get too far into that right now well but, it reminds me yeah, of man. like
1: adrian adrian uh pastar pestar pastar
0: Iron um, star yeah, yeah.
1: When he like, so he's played Iron. Well, he played Iron Man animatedly, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. He was the general, he was. in, um, you know, Ages of Shield. Agents which of Shield. I liked him yeah, in that. Yeah, he was Talbot. And, yeah, and then I liked him in a. I liked him in Heroes as a Portelli. Yeah. So I mean, like,
0: yeah, it just. And the he was idea, also Morgan like, Edge on Supergirl.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think about like all the roles that he's played, Matt's gonna fit right in. Like, especially if. You can get him, obviously, you know, playing Negative Man, we'll talk about that in a little bit, well, is it's huge. But man, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think people would be like, nah, he can't play Batman.
0: <laughs> well, honestly, I don't think so either. Because, Well, <laughs> I kind of don't want to keep talking about it so much right, near, right here, because like I said, we're going to talk about it later. But on uh, Doom Patrol, you barely see his face. So <laughs> I don't think it would really interfere with it, like if he wanted to you know, put his name in the running for that. So yeah, I mean, like I said, give the man a role. He clearly loves this world. So why not?
1: Yep. He would enjoy (laughs) it so much.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So do you have anything else you want to add about this, this rumor?
1: No, it's dead. Done. Deceased. It's gone.
0: DED son. Dead. All right. Uh, (laughs) I knew you, you would appreciate that reference. I love it. All right. So another piece of news that came out, I think this I actually think this was earlier this week. Um, And this isn't a huge news story, but I did want to address it because uh, I feel like this broke and people kind of took it as meaning like this. This is the direction they're going. Um, uh, As you all know, it's been confirmed that James Gunn will be writing and directing The Suicide Squad. uh, And they also just announced that Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn will indeed appear in the film. Now, that doesn't mean she's the star, you know, that doesn't mean she's going to have a big role like she did in the first film. Um, for all we know, this could just be a, a cameo, like Batman's cameo in the first Suicide Squad. And I feel like it, like we have to bring this up and mention this because I think people, like myself, uh, I'm not the world's biggest Harley Quinn fan. Um, you know, I can take her or leave her. Uh, but I kind of feel like, uh, DC, not just in their movies, but just in general, seems to push Harley on everybody. Like they put her in everything nowadays, whether it's comic books or animated series, animated movies, their live action movies. And honestly, for me, it's a bit much at times. So, you know, if she's going to be in this movie, fine. Even if it is a big role like it was in the first one, fine. I'll still watch the movie. Uh, but, like, you know, I'm I'm just saying, like, it's probably not going to be that. Uh, so just, you know, you know, like, uh, brace yourselves. <laughs> Cliff, you have any thoughts on that on that piece of news?
1: No. And actually, what's funny, man, is I kind of felt like the first Suicide Squad movie, like, Harley Quinn kind of held that movie back from being, like, a true potential of what it could have been. Mm-hmm. And it goes, I don't know, man. I just wasn't... I wasn't a huge fan of Harley Quinn in the movie. And I think maybe it's because, um, you know, Will Smith did a great job, you know, in the movie. And mm-hmm. there was, like, other aspects of the movie I really liked. And I think I could have just done without Harley Quinn. Or maybe even just, like, less mm-hmm. of her. But they were so focused. Yeah. Obviously, because she's a star, you're so focused on introducing right. her. But I'm kind of like you. Like, I don't, I think I'm overloaded on Harley Quinn. Because, I mean, you have yeah, uh, movie after movie, like, Batman and Harley. And then you have the Suicide Squad. And then uh, Harley mm-hmm. Quinn's TV show, and yeah, just yeah, I was gonna say they're doing an
0: animated series. Yeah, everything's yeah, all like loaded. They, they're just putting her everywhere. Exactly, they're oversaturating market with Harley Quinn. She so yeah, I yeah, it wasn't agree, like she was man.
1: a huge character anyway. Like she really got introduced kind of back in the '90s, you know, in, a, in an animated mm-hmm. series, and like that's only because mm-hmm. they wanted to give Joker a kind of a companion. And then, like, right. obviously everything took off after that. She got her own comic book series, and then she got, mm-hmm. you know, everything came to her. But I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't like Harley Quinn, because certain people can play her and make me feel like I can, like, side with her. Like, Tara Strong is a perfect example of someone that does it. Um, I like the fact that right. Kaylee kuko is going to be voicing her in an animated series coming up. But there's, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I really I like just... that.
0: I really like that casting, too. I, don't... I know a lot of people didn't, but. I'm a fan. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just funny how like,
0: but yeah, like two people. Yeah, from, I, uh, I totally agree, man.
1: It's just funny how two people from the Big Bang Theory are have played Harley Quinn.
0: Have yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, Melissa voiced her in Batman and Harley Quinn, the animated movie. Yep. Yeah, I made that connection too, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs>
1: yeah, I was. I was a huge fan. When is uh
0: when when's Blossom gonna voice uh Harley Quinn? Shout
1: us to that. <laughs> Shout us that reference. I can't.
0: <laughs> I can't yeah, thank you. I I just can't remember her, her actual name.
1: Uh as a as a ma
0: Mium oh mayam mayam Bialik. You're right. Yeah, Bialik. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, her. Yeah.
1: Doctor. Doctor So Bialik. yeah, no. gotta get it right.
0: That's right. Doctor That's right. She Sorry. is yeah. She very much uh she's got a what, she's got a PhD, right? Yeah, she's she's a yeah, that's she's insane. a full on doctor. She's incredible. Yeah. She's that's insane. <laughs> 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 all right so uh yeah harley quinn she's gonna be in the suicide squad she's uh yeah i mean you know whatever i'll take it to leave it uh, uh we're gonna get into some spoiler territory here so you know if you don't want to if you haven't seen it online already <laughs> and you want to avoid spoilers for shazam now would be the time for you to get out why don't you go ahead and click ahead uh, a couple minutes <laughs> Uh, But uh, some spoilers for Shazam have come out in the form of some action figures and pop vinyls, the Funko pop vinyls. And they reveal, uh, once again, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. They reveal that not only will Billy Batson as Shazam appear in the movie, but the entire Shazam family. Uh, If you don't know who they are, they're the other foster kids that Billy Batson lives with, including uh, Freddie Freeman, who is prominently featured in all the advertising for shazam so far uh they all also become imbued with special uh with superpowers and they also get adult avatars and costumes and they help billy shazam to combat evil uh and this spoiler came out because like i said the action figures revealed all of them and uh the funko pop finals which i purchased all of them today they're sitting on my shelf right now i'm looking at them (laughs) <laughs> so yeah that's a surprise i honestly wasn't expecting them to go full-on shazam family uh and i mean it is weird that they revealed it so early as well i mean that that happens all the time with toys and action figures and playsets and whatnot but i don't know man it felt like this was a, a really closely guarded secret for a long time and then it was all these toys and action figures and whatnot that kind of spoiled it uh And to go back to what we were talking earlier about George Miller's Justice League Mortal, you mentioned, you remember I brought up Adam Brody. Uh, This is where it's going to pay off when I said we'll talk about that later. Adam Brody was cast as Barry Allen the Flash in Justice League Mortal, which was never made. He is playing the adult avatar of Freddie Freeman. Oh, nice. And also from Justice League Mortal, the actor who was cast as Superman in that movie, DJ Katrona, is playing the adult avatar for Pedro in this movie as well. So it kind of feels like certain actors who got burned on that movie are getting a second chance, you know, to, to be a superhero. And that's pretty cool. So... You know, I, I dig it. I'm all for it. And this also le- lends uh, credence to the, the rumor that in addition to Dr. Sivana, played by Mark Strong in the film, he will also unleash the living embodiments of the seven deadly sins. And this is why Billy needs the help of his uh, foster brothers and sisters uh, to fight them, because on his own, he's j- it's too much for him to handle. So, I mean, you know, this is pretty cool. I think so. These pop vinyls look amazing. (laughs) They all, oddly enough, look like the actors who are playing the characters. Uh, I should also mention uh, anybody who's a fan of uh, Riverdale or 13 Reasons Why will also recognize the actor who's playing the adult avatar for Eugene is the one and only uh, Ross Butler. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, this was surprising to say the least. But, I mean, uh, like I said, I purchased all the pop vinyls <laughs> as soon as I saw them on shelves. So, uh, Cliff, do you have any thoughts? Are you surprised? Are you... What do you got?
1: Yeah, actually, I'm kind of surprised that some of the guys who got casted in this... You know, I do like Ross Butler. I have to admit that. I did mm-hmm. like him in 13, 13 Reasons Why. Um, I just... Yeah. He's kind of got... I don't know. It. I feel like if they're ever going to cast somebody... And they want like like a young Aquaman, like he would have mm-hmm. fit that part. You know what I mean? Because he just yeah, he's just very I don't know. He's got that body stature similar to oh um, yeah, Jason Momoa. So I definitely have, I I like that. I I like that. I like Adam Brody. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of mm-hmm. his. I was a big fan of the OC, and that's oh, straight yeah. nerding yeah, me. Sure.
0: <laughs> oh yeah talk about a uh, blast from the past man oh Look man that.
1: just that song yeah California,
0: California. Um. <laughs> yeah well we could sing that song
1: <laughs> but and, uh, yeah man um i'm a huge fan <clears> of djs <throat> from uh gi joe so i i yeah. can like i mean i can get on board with this right now
0: yeah i i'm really impressed with who they chose to play uh the adult avatars for the children uh worth mentioning the adult avatar for darla is played by megan good who is an actress who uh, i had a major crush on when i was a kid like she was on a nickelodeon show uh cousin skeeter anybody remember that show (laughs) Uh, man i had a huge crush on her uh so the fact that she gets to play a superhero now is pretty cool so and i am so sorry i don't remember the name of the actress who's playing uh mary mary marvel uh or at least that was her name before Uh, Marvel got all butthurt and was like, you can't use the word Marvel. Uh, (laughs) Let me (laughs) me look her up real quick, because I don't want to be like, hey, I don't remember who this person is.
1: I don't remember you, but I know you're famous.
0: Okay, so it looks like the young version, the kid version, is played by an actress named Grace Fulton. Or that might be the adult version, (laughs) I'm not sure. Because it says she's credited as Mary Marvel, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, she looks more like a kid, so I'm going to guess that that yeah, she, she I mean, she's more a, 96, more of a kid. 96 kid.
0: Yeah, that's right. I'm trying but to find... I be, okay, yeah, I Grace Fulton and Mary Bromfield. Uh, let me see if I can find the adult version in this cast list somewhere. I don't seem to be able to find her, which is weird because they do have, like, Adam Brody and uh, Ross Butler on this list, and I can't seem to find... Who's playing the adult version of Mary? Hmm. I'm Paris a huge Strange. fan of Megan. Oh, Mich- Michelle Borth—that's her name. Yeah, Michelle Borth is playing the adult version of Mary.
1: That's what I thought it was. So
0: yeah, shout shout out to all of them. That, you know, I I think that's great casting all around. I'm a I'm I'm huge oh, huge yeah. fan of. She's from Hawaii. Pretty home. much all of them.
1: How did I forget? How did I miss that? Sorry, <laughs> I love <laughs> what that. Is show. that? I'm going to be honest. I loved Hawaii 5O. I was like, I don't know how I missed it. Oh, that. was she on that show? Yeah, she's on that show. She's still on that show.
0: Oh, right on. Right yeah. On.
1: She, uh, yeah. So, Lieutenant, 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 Lieutenant Catherine Rollins. For everybody.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I dig this cast. I think it's great. And I'm, it just makes me even more excited for the, for the movie. Oh, also, before I forget, because I didn't put this in the notes, <laughs> they also released some official. Um, Artwork, like marketing artwork, kind of like uh, not official posters, but like, you know, like those posters you would see like that they give out in like magazines or whatever for kids to hang up. Yeah. They released some artwork in that kind of style. And it's it kind of seems to confirm a theory I had regarding a certain piece of casting that we did discuss a few weeks ago. Um, it was revealed that uh, John Glover had been cast in a voice role And if you guys remember, I speculated that it was most likely as the voice of Mr. Takitani. This artwork might confirm that, because one of these pieces of artwork features a tiger behind Shazam, and uh, Mr. Takitani is a tiger. So, you know, there we go. Uh, Some sort of confirmation, I think, although I'm not going to say confirmed for sure. So, yeah, Cliff, what do you think?
1: Uh, That's... That's fly. <laughs> we kind of touched on it, like you said, a couple weeks ago about it. But hey, I'm—I don't know, man. I'm just on board with the whole casting, just like up and down, you
0: know. Oh yeah, and it's solid.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Everybody, everybody in that that movie is gonna know exactly what the role is, and there it should it should be fire. Like I would imagine that this this casting the way that's blended. Would kind of like resemble mm-hmm. like Sin City, like we've talked about that oh, yeah, a few yeah, times. Yeah. But I would I would I would expect the blending to be like that, and that's what I'm kind of uh, hyped about. So I don't know, I'm excited, man. Yeah. I didn't even know about like the adult, like the whole family being involved. So you like literally telling me this right now. I'm just like, oh my god, I, I need this more now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figured because um, I know you're not like a huge like uh, Shazam aficionado, and like I said, this is all potentially uh spoilers for people so you know and but i mean when you look at that cast and you look at them compared to the kids who are playing the kid versions it's like yo that's spot on like i could totally see you know adam brody as the adult version of jack dylan grazer like that's just like of course like why not you know
1: yep and they have like all right so you're you're right like uh, how creepy like (laughs) they are from like (laughs) kid to adult you're like geez man like you really do look you do look like him
0: (laughs) yeah it's 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 yeah it's kind of creepy it's (laughs) kind of uncanny even uh even asher asher angel and uh zachary levi like that's a that's pretty cool like i saw a side-by-side comparison where it was a picture of zachary levi when he was i think a teenager and then they did it like side by side with Asher and it was like it was kind of creepy cuz they do look almost alike <laughs> like like you know like maybe not twins but they definitely look like they could be brothers like it's insane that's
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah i mean you know there's there's that i wanted to get that out of the way so you know if anybody tuned out for spoilers uh you know this Welcome is back. this is the point where you come back in so <laughs> all Welcome right back, so now we've got a uh a crazy story that seemed to have come out of nowhere and kind of caught everybody off guard this week. <laughs> I mean, everybody was a bu- like the entire internet was, and still is a buzz over this bit of news. Uh, and, uh, I actually wrote a headline here. So I'm going to read this cause I'm, I'm a little proud of it myself. <clears throat> uh, Chris Hemsworth goes from Thor to Hulk. You heard that right. But, uh, don't, don't before you, uh, you know, start getting all crazy. Uh, It's Hulk Hogan. That's right. Chris Hemsworth has been cast as Hulk Hogan in a Netflix biopic to be directed by Todd Phillips, who is currently uh, finishing production on the Joker movie. Uh, The film is also going to be produced by Bradley Cooper. More on that later. Uh, Cliff, let's talk about just this project. Like, what are your, like, if you're, if you were like me, man, and you, you saw this news come out, I was just like, I thought it was a joke at first. I really did. And then, you know, you see like the confirmation and it's like, no, this is real. This is happening. I was like, oh, uh, wow. I didn't expect this at all. I I mean, I'm on board with it. I'll watch it. Like Todd Phillips, Bradley Cooper, uh, Chris Hemsworth as, as Hulk Hogan. Sure, I'll watch that movie, uh, Cliff. What are, what are your thoughts? What were your reaction? What was Yo, your reaction?
1: I I had to take a I had to take a, like a seat to really think about this because I was like, this this can't be true. I had like your kind of idea, especially with like all mm-hmm. the stuff that's happened with Hulk Hogan, um, here like the past few years yeah. with like the racial comments yeah. and like getting booted out of WWE and like getting removed from the Hall of Fame. Like, there's a list mm-hmm. of things that were going on, but. Yeah. Then I heard that the movie was talking about how well and the steroid case too. But anyway, yeah. from hearing about where they're gonna start and where the movie supposedly is gonna end, uh, mm-hmm. I'm on board. I'm on board because it's rumored that it's gonna go all the way to the point where he wins his first title, and I'm kind of excited about mm-hmm. that because there was that was a th- those were big moments, and I'm really kind of hyped just mm-hmm. to kind of see how that all plays out. So I have to say, like, I'm on board. I like Todd Phillips. He's done a bunch of movies that I've, I've really enjoyed to include like old school. Like that's just my favorite, one of my favorite movies and hangover, of course. So I think,
0: Yeah, 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 Todd Phillips has a very, uh, a very, what's the word diverse, uh, catalog of films that he's been involved with. Uh, but he has proven himself over the last, uh, couple of years that he can also handle like heavy drama and more heavy, um, subject matter, right? uh than just than just like you know like frat boy comedies or whatever. Well you know he did uh, and he uh,
1: did uh War Dogs which was Yeah he did like War an Dogs awesome. and then he did I a Star is Born which I have to be honest like a Star is born I really like that movie <laughs> like I really I'm not gonna lie dude like listen to Bradley Cooper and like Lady Gaga together on that soundtrack. I was like yo, like I'm sold on the soundtrack mm-hmm. and I like the movie a lot because of it and I know I'm like,
0: glad you brought that up. Uh <laughs> uh grammy award winning bradley cooper yes Grant- <laughs> i want grammy to put that out there he won a grammy award for his duet with lady gaga in that movie so dude i knew the guy was talented but <laughs> did you did you have to uh, see yeah, his, vegas, no, I,
1: his vegas performance
0: i did not yeah i didn't YouTube. even know there was one yeah dude he's on, i gotta he's check that YouTube.
1: out Uh, so he was talking about, he was talking about that it was, uh, Lady Gaga's first show in Vegas and Mm, she mm -hmm. really wanted him to be there. And so he went and then she surprised him by saying, Hey, come, uh, come sing with me. She brought him up on stage. yep And so they sang their song, which it was funny because obviously like he said that he'd been training with like a coach for like a long time Mm -hmm. for the, for the role of Jack and then, um, right. Yeah. The moment that he got off of, like, done doing a movie, he kind of rested his voice. He kind of got to chill out. And then Lady Gaga invited him on stage. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't even bring Jack back. He's like, like, Jack was dead. (laughs) He's like, So I was like, (laughs) thank God I at least sang that song on key.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But he's amazing. He is, man. And I've been a fan of his for so long, man. And, uh, you know, for the most, like I said, I'll watch him, I'll watch him in anything, man, like, I don't, you know, the man is talented, and, uh, you know, like, he was in War Dogs as well, like, I'm just now thinking about, yeah, and he played a character who was pretty out there, like, you know, not, like, over the top crazy, but he managed to play that character with, like, this this real subtle sort of, it was just, like, this guy will kill somebody. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> that do. <laughs> that character he plays in that movie was was unsettling. <laughs> so it's like I don't so, know. Yeah, I'm no, to I, of, I,
1: can you think of a movie where you saw Bradley Cooper was in and you didn't like him? Mm, Cause like, and I'm just I don't think so. Like honestly, like I'm even thinking about it myself. I'm like, <laughs> what movie has he been in? that I'm like, no, I fucking hated him in that movie. But like, I can't even come up with one. <laughs> Because even movies like uh, well, Limitless, I was like, yo, that movie is uh, great. Like, you talk about the mule. Limitless
0: is, is a great movie. I like that movie.
1: Yeah, I'm like...
0: Uh, he's... I was thinking like, yeah, because even in a movie like... And this is a movie like, I don't even know if... I don't I know how you know, many huh? people saw this movie. <laughs> uh no.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be the one. That might be one. <laughs>
0: yeah that might be the one <laughs> but like uh there's a movie that i remember him from before he was kind of like a big name star and like i said i don't know how many people actually saw this movie or remember it it was a movie called the rocker starring rain wilson yo i love and he that plays kind of like yeah I, I love that movie too but remember he was like the the idiot drummer from the the original band that kicks Rain Wilson out.
1: Yeah, what was the name? What no,
0: no, that? no, not the drummer, not the drummer, because Rain Wilson was Rain Wilson. He was, was the Cooper. guitarist. He was a guitar player. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper was the guitar player. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and even in that movie, even though he was kind of like an idiot or whatever, he's still super entertaining in that role.
1: Right. I loved. So yeah, I'm thinking about that yeah, movie now. All I so, can think about is, yeah. look, it's fish and chips. It's fish and chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's our old drummer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly, at the end when they're doing the fake British accents. <laughs> so he's like,
1: why do you get the oh, British man. accents? You get to from Cleveland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I love how, like, uh, Fred Armisen is also in that movie as one of the members. He's like, hey, we used to know him back from when we were American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's such a funny line, man.
1: <laughs> I, You know what's oh, funny man. is I still, like, say that line. Like, I still walk around, and, like, when people... <laughs> When people piss me off, I'm like, "Go back to Cleveland, Cleveland."
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Oh man, that's also a great line that as well. That's an amazing yeah. line. So <laughs> but, I'm but, like, okay, man. so <laughs> this, this is going to go straight into the next part of this same story, like perfectly uh because okay so bradley cooper is going to be a producer on the the hulk hogan movie yeah i also found out earlier today i didn't even know this uh because i was researching this story uh bradley cooper is also going to star in a separate biopic as vince mcmahon the title of that movie being pandemonium and this uh i guess sparked a bunch of rumors that both of these movies are going to be in like some kind of shared universe, you know, Marvel style or whatever. And uh, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of dig that. I kind of dig the idea of like doing these WWE biopics and having them share a universe. And like ideally what you would do is you would have Bradley Cooper be sort of like the the Nick Fury right like because because vince mcmahon is the one guy who would be there for all of this so you would have him in the the hulk hogan movie you'd have him do his own movie and then he'd show up in all the other ones you know he'd be like he'd be the glue that holds it all together and i kind of dig that like it, like i said i don't know if it's true but i'm i'm on board if it is what do you think cliff
1: so as far as um, I'm, I'm very much a huge fan of Chris Helmsworth playing Hulk Hogan, like I said, and then mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Bradley Cooper playing Vince McMahon. Last time I knew about the project, oh, though, yeah. it was, it was on, it was suspended, from what I remember last time. But knowing that Bradley Cooper is actually set to make an appearance in the biopic, trust me, I'm like super hyped about this. And oh yeah, it and it's funny because we. In the wrestling side of things, right, when you listen to Frankenstein, and we'll probably talk about this tomorrow as well, um, mm-hmm. Vince is so egotistical. Like, he's very egotistical. Oh, yeah. And obviously, to be a billionaire like he is, and by all means, like, I, I get respect words to, like, mm-hmm. he's an executive producer on Pandemonium, from what I understand. But he is also, like, monitoring everything, like, he's micromanaging everything. So, like, from the script, like, he's reading the scripts, he's reading a screenplay, because he wants it to paint him in, like, the best image possible, even mm, though yeah. we know there's been a lot of shit that's happened to him. Even, like, if you're <laughs> sort of a wrestling fan, you remember, mm-hmm. like, all the failed ventures that he has, and not even just, like, the XFL, we're talking about, like, Icon mm-hmm. Pro, where it's, like, his failed, yeah. like, protein powder, and, like, <laughs> the, it's, like, all the stuff that he did behind the scenes, and it's just... You know, his mind is just it's light years ahead of everybody and I just want to acknowledge that cuz he had a he had a, a ruthless aggression about him when he bought all the territories up in the wrestling world to get the best talent so that he could promote it. And I have to give him, like, all the props for it. I'm just very curious, because my question will be, who plays Macho Man? That's what I want to know. I need to know (laughs) who's playing Macho Man. Let's talk about
0: that, because I'm sure you (laughs) saw the same same, uh, piece of fan art that I did. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad. I'm on board with this. Uh, Once again, the one and only uh, Boss Logic. (laughs) He did a piece where it was... uh, Chris Evans as the Macho Man, and I'm like, you know what? I'd watch that, <laughs> like, totally.
1: That would be yo, Cause okay.
0: could you could you imagine Evans out there in full Macho Man attire, you know, climbing up on the on the turnbuckle? Oh yeah, dropping the elbow,
1: <laughs> snap to a slim. Dude, I'd watch,
0: <laughs> I'd watch that movie so many times, man.
1: I, you know what's funny? Yeah, though, like that Boss Logic's picture. Yes. I would be on board with him playing Macho Man. I just... Yeah. And I want to know who, like, the Undertaker would be. Because it was, like, the three big... What people don't realize, the three big creations from Vince Man, Hulk Hogan wasn't really his creation. He just brought him in, right? Mm-mm. But yeah. Undertaker yeah. is his biggest creation... And I just mm. I would love to find out who they would have him play because that would just like that that's a make or break situation right there.
0: Yeah. Cause oh man, you said that, and now I'm just like oh man, who would you get to play that?
1: Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I get Jason Momoa. Go
0: ahead. Oh, dude. You <laughs> <laughs> just off the he just jump. sold me right there. Yo, yeah. Off like the jump. you you nailed it, man. <laughs> oh my god. He's yes. The, he's the, the only, only choice.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'd buy so many tickets, man. Be, and like I, I said, like uh, I, it looks like these are going to Netflix. I'll buy all the Netflix subscriptions. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just I it's think, weird man. because when oh go ahead
1: no, no go ahead go ahead I just so for me I think Undertaker he's at the height and he's at obviously he's at the height he's at the strength but Jason Momoa is like the same like he may not be the same height he just portrays that he's at height he's at the long hair mm-hmm. already. He's got, you know, oh, he, yeah. you don't even have to do cover-ups for his tattoos. Just unrock his tattoos. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. he's he's just, I think he's just a perfect addition. I just, he'd have to shave, obviously, because Undertaker rarely had facial hair, so. Yeah. So it yeah. would be interesting. I I would, you know, I would love to see Jason Momoa as American Badass uh undertaker oh dude that would be so you know, that would awesome, be lit <laughs> yeah specifically
0: that era of undertaker oh that would be so I want like a, i said man you
1: I sold me on this pic.
0: concept man
1: i want a biopic of the attitude era with like certain yes. people like casted in the roles like <laughs> i'm just thinking about now like all the people that you could have. I would love to... Like, obviously, like we just said, Jason Momo would obviously be The Undertaker. Obviously, you have the Cooper. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would just want to see, like... I would love to know who they would cast for, like, Triple H. Like, that's like...
0: Yeah, see, that's what I was like. Who would who could play Triple H? Yo, I'm just... I'm
1: trying and, to do like, that, too. Uh,
0: but I, I just <laughs> had a... I had an idea just now. As you were saying, you were like, att- Attitude Era WWE. And I was like, okay... Obviously, the first thing I was like, who would play Triple H? But then I was like, you know, like this genius bit of casting, fan casting that you just did with Jason Momoa as the Undertaker. You remember Undertaker's rival was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Who's going to play Stone Cold Steve Austin? And I think I just had a moment of brilliance. I don't know how well he could do the accent, the voice, but physically speaking, I would love to see this happen. Bear with me. Jason Statham. As Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't
1: I don't hate it. Actually, I really like it. I like the I like the pick. Right. The the only okay. So
0: like, dude, I'd watch that.
1: I would tell you the only problem I would have with Jason Statham playing Stone Cold right is who mm-hmm. I fan casted as Shawn Michaels.
0: Ooh, yeah, that was the other one I was gonna ask you about. Give it to me.
1: Ryan Reynolds. Tell me Ryan Reynolds does not play oh. a good Shawn Michaels. Like, <laughs> that's who it has to be. Dude. Like, he has, like... Oh, man, they,
0: that's, they that's got to hire us to cast these movies, man, because I think we're on to something here.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, like, where the where the challenge would be, though, is, like, mm-hmm. how would you... Who would you... See, for me, I, would, I think I would know who I would pick, but what about, like... Cause you have to think about like everybody that was in that era that kind of made noise, right? Like who would you have played rock? Mm-hmm. Cause you got a memory. You have to cast him as Rocky, might be a first, and then yeah. he gets to be the rock. So obviously, yeah. like and obviously you can't insult the rock. So you have to have somebody that's good. Like just
0: yeah, who would you pick? That's, that's the a part tough I'm- one. Yeah, because we've already yeah, took That's a tough one. The
1: ace in the hole already went to the Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, ah, uh, ah, oh, man, that's a tough one. Especially because The Rock is such a superstar in real life. It's like, yeah, man, how do you cast somebody to play that person? Yeah, you know, because nobody can play The Rock better than The Rock. So, man, that's no. a tough one.
1: No, you can't. Unless you unless you cast me, then I'll I'll do it, with no, no questions.
0: <laughs> there, let's uh, let's start that campaign right now. <laughs> you hear that, everybody out there listening? Uh, hashtag Red Dog for the Rock.
1: Red Dog for
0: yes. Let's make that happen. <laughs> Yo, can
1: we do this? Can we have if we get to do this right and we get to cast who we want? Can we please cast Nick Frost as Paul Bearer? Oh,
0: <laughs> <You> can, dude. <laughs> like that's so good right there please oh you know he'd have so much fun playing that role oh Oh. yeah yes i'm on board
1: i'm telling you right now (laughs) thinking about like how great this would be
0: (laughs) when this news broke about the hulk hogan movie and then like i said like the rumors about this shared universe i didn't know how much i wanted this Oh yeah, like it's that thing where it's like it came out of nowhere, kind of confused me, but now it's like yes, give me all the WWE biopics right now. I need them all.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Please. So yeah, yeah, I'm on board. I am so on board. So and everybody, just... let's uh, everybody who's listening, and if you're just as excited about it as we are, uh, make some noise and like re- like everybody check this out because I really hope this becomes a thing. Can we please have this be a thing
1: <laughs>
0: like I just, I'm it would be me. so good
1: i'm just I'm just thinking about more people that I would love to see like attitude arrow wise that would just mm-hmm. be able to play actually, you know who I would take um there's this kid in n x t right now his name's Matt riddle um they call him the king of the mm-hmm. Bros, but when he doesn't have like the bro accent, I could definitely uh-huh. see him be triple h like if you get a chance to look up Matt riddle, oh. you're gonna be like, hmm. He he looks very Hunter Hearst Helmsley like at first.
0: Yeah, let me check him out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like he what would be his good name pick? was Matt Riddle. All
0: right, let's you know, check he it. could
1: also be a fun like.
0: Oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could totally see. it.
1: Yeah, there's like there's so many people like yeah. I think. I mean of...
0: maybe maybe a little bit beefier. Although you know Triple H wasn't that beefy back then.
1: No, he was when he was Hunter. Yeah. He wasn't, but once he became Triple nah, H, he... yeah, then he started adding on like yeah, all the. That's muscles. what he got.
0: He got act man yeah yeah so yeah no i can see this guy i can see him pull it just, off
1: i'm just thinking about like i just keep thinking about like all the possibilities of people that would want to have like farouk and like ahmed johnson oh, dude, like I'm just, thinking about about, farouk. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like yo yeah I, I hey no on the real we have to talk about this this has to have an answer tonight then who would you have played the legion of doom like that's Jesus. that's my favorite tag team of all time and we have to pick two guys
0: <laughs> like, dude that's fuck.
1: think about that man like hawk and animal like all the legends that we talk about to like are to like the younger generation that never got to experience mm-hmm. it man like just think man like
0: yeah because that was a whole different era of pro wrestling yeah like,
1: Bret Hart? We oh, didn't even man. talk yeah. about who would be casted for Bret Hart, and that guy was, it's, it's always, people say it, dude. but he was the start of the Attitude Era, man. the oh, whole, yeah. They had the Brett whole scene. man
0: Hitman Hart?
1: Yeah, Steel Cage match where he spit on Vince McMahon, like, yo, I want to know <laughs> who they're picking for Bret Hart.
0: <laughs> dude, dude, if that's not a key part of the story to the Vince McMahon uh, biopic, like, because, you know, you, you and I know that story. Like, there was a, there was a lot of animosity to- between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd love to see that. But you're, you're right, man. Who would even play Bret Hart? I
1: don't know. You'd, you really I'm have to find, to like, of... that guy that would stand. Yeah, I'm just I think, to think about that's people. the
0: role where you go, you go to an unknown. You know, like, I think that's a star-making role right yeah. there. But, I mean, the same could be said down. for whoever, whoever gets to play uh, The Rock. That's that's also potentially a star making role. Yeah. Whoever they get to play that. I'm just so, thinking about like how
1: who would be yeah, able to man. talk like Bret Hart, like the excellence of execution. The best there is, <laughs> the best it was, and the best there ever will be. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that's see man, like just I'm thinking about it now and it's like, dude, we we need a whole movie just about the hitman.
1: We do need. We need <laughs> like, no.
0: That's that's I its know. own movie. Let's
1: let's be real. We need a whole movie about the heart Foundation. Just the whole heart yeah. dynasty. Cause like Stu yeah, Hart, well, family. Now we're talking about wrestling. Stu Hart, like yeah. Now
0: we're
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stu Hart, like trained like four of the five of the best wrestlers that ever hit the yeah. WWE. Man, yeah. Jim Night, Jim Hart. You had Davey Boy Smith, you had mm-hmm. Brian Pillman, Bret Hart, and Owen Hart. Oh, yeah. Like those five, man, were just yeah, light Brian years, man. Pillman.
0: Man, you're taking me back right now, dude.
1: Think about this though for a second. Out of all five of those guys, Bret Hart is the only one left. And he's battling colon know, cancer. Dude. Like, that's, yo. Yeah. Best wishes to him, too. That's
0: crazy, man. But see, like, that's the kind of thing that if you do that movie, you know, that's your that's your emotional center right there. It could be, like, the story, the bookends would be, you know, uh, it would be old man Bret Hart reflecting on his life, you know? Yeah. So, man, that's crazy. I just think about
1: like all the things yeah, that man. like Bret Hart's been through. Just like his whole career yeah. like his career got shortened because of uh too many concussions. From what we understand now from like concussions and C T E like he took a mm-hmm. super kick to the face by Goldberg and like ended his career. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like it's crazy. It's funny that we're talking about wrestling on on here right now.
0: <laughs> I know uh, this is this is Nerds of the Roundtable, and we're doing this is this yeah, essentially yeah. turned into Get the KO or whatever.
1: It's, it's straight Frankensteiner right now. What's up, uh, <laughs> baby yeah. Frankensteiner. We're It's no,
0: <laughs> the cross. It's the crossover episode, everybody. Right. So
1: <laughs> I just think about that man. Like, who would really play Bret Hart? Like, that would just be as wild know, as it man. gets.
0: That's a tough one.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I'm it trying is, to think of. Yeah. I'm thinking of people who, and I'm hoping, because you know who, I don't know. I have to wait. I have to really wait, because I want to see what Adam Brody does in Shazam. Mm. Because I think if he was like a little, little bulkier. Good
0: pull, man. Good yeah, pull. If he
1: was a little bulkier, I, yeah, I would be I, like, honestly, yeah, I can see, I can see
0: you. Honestly, I see him doing that. Yeah. At least from Canada, can too, right? It. Yeah, he is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, right?
0: man. That yeah, I feel like that that could work, you know? Uh, have him hit the gym you know do some do some training put him in the ring let him let him get a feel for it i think yeah i'd buy that
1: take a couple i think bumps. we just
0: i think we just did it yep oh man i'm
1: thinking That's about, like crazy i'm just thinking about like different people and how <laughs> how they would be in those roles because i'm like who plays china who plays yeah, well
0: i mean like i said this whole idea of doing all these movies opens up a whole lot of opportunities cuz you could get you could get super silly with it like I said like with the Macho man like if you get Chris Evans like you could totally have him play it up you know what I mean like just have him be over the top let him have fun Oh yeah I, I mean and and then of course you know you don't you don't want to overlook all the the dramatic behind the scenes stuff but then, like, if you do a movie about the hitman, like, obviously that's going to be super heavy, you oh, know, because yeah. there's a lot of tragedy in that story. Yo, uh, so, who yeah, plays Ultimate like, Warrior? Yes. Yo. <laughs> I was going to bring that up.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, who plays Jake the Snake Roberts? Like, who's willing to play with the bow constrictor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good question, man. Ah. Uh, <laughs>
1: It can't be Britney Spears. She's you know.
0: Nope. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. <laughs> she. Uh, I don't know. Maybe her acting has gotten better. Who knows? Who's to say? <laughs> I feel like it would be a missed opportunity to not have Simon Pegg do something in one of these movies.
1: <laughs> like yeah. if we're
0: gonna have uh, if we're gonna have Nick Frost <laughs> as Paul Bear, like let's try and find something for Simon to do.
1: Yo, can Simon play William Regal? I know it's very British. There you so, go. Like type cast like there that, you but go. yo, like seriously. Well, I,
0: here's 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 what I had in mind. I was like, c- can he play Mean Gene?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be
0: okay with that.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Mean Gene, rest in peace, my man.
0: Oh, miss I you. know, man. Yeah, rest rest in peace. Yo, can oh, we man. get I miss you?
1: Can we get Emma Stone to play Miss Elizabeth? As who? Miss Elizabeth, you know, Macho Man's oh, wife,
0: dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see that cuz that was the other question I was going to ask as well. It's like if we're going to have macho man then we have to have Miss Elizabeth. Yo, could, so, could you
1: imagine Chris Evans and Rachel uh and, and Emma Stone as like <laughs> macho man and Dude, I'd lo-
0: I'd love that. Man.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm really, like, trying to think about, like, all the people that I would want to see, like,
0: Uh, in this movie, in this role. we're building our own WWE cinematic universe, (laughs) like, right here on the podcast. We're,
1: we're like, casting people, and the people that they cast, we're going to be like, fuck those guys. They didn't go with our choice. nah, they They suck.
0: They missed, they dropped the ball on this one. (laughs) Like, we're going to be so stuck up about it. (laughs) Nah.
1: Nah, I can't do it. I can't do it with that guy. All right.
0: Alright, I feel like if we keep going, then this is just going to, like, we're just going to cast every wrestler who's ever been, uh, yeah. <laughs> who's ever been in WWE, so I feel like now would be a good time to segue. Yeah. So, uh, before we do that, Cliff, uh, any final thoughts, any final ideas you want to throw out there?
1: No, uh, so really quick, I know, like, every week we've been talking about uh, Mortal Kombat, so I just want to touch, uh, last week we got Jade, which was incredible good god mm-hmm. the things that they've done with Great that girl. reveal it's amazing her st- the the staff how it's retractable made mm-hmm. me feel like i was watching uh darth maul in like a female form and she just looked <laughs> yeah. so badass i was like yeah oh.
0: it, it was kind of darth maul like yeah
1: and it was so cool because she had that part where she like stuck the staff she put the ha- staff like halfway hit the button and it mm-hmm. went through dude's eye and i was like oof <laughs> that could hurt like ouch. So and then, uh, yeah
0: <laughs> and then today to say the least
1: today we got a huge uh a huge hint on who the next confirmed character was. Was it really a hint if you had played uh Mortal Kombat X? Which I know that makes me sound so elitist to say like that. So if you played Mortal Kombat X, <laughs> uh you would have known there was a certain somebody who said, Who the fuck hired this guy? Uh It was very much Johnny Cage who said that line, Uh so we get a big reveal that Johnny Cage is going to be in the next Mortal Kombat game, which is very cool because there was a lot of rumors that um, Jax, uh, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade weren't going to be attached to this game because the kids were supposed to take over. But it is very mm-hmm. nice to see that those three, uh, well, two to three so far have been announced.
0: Yeah. So that, yeah, yeah, that's always that is always good. And uh, like, you know, Johnny Cage is he's a fan favorite, so you know, he's why a staple, would you ever man. like
1: you had him since like the first yeah. game? He's been like in every game, I think, except maybe one. But even then, he was yeah. like, yeah. A and background it's funny character.
0: yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this yesterday, and funnily enough, her name is Jade. Uh, and obviously she's a big mortal Kombat fan so we were talking about that i was like you hyped about uh 11 and she's like yes i'm so excited she was talking about the jade reveal because obviously that's her favorite character but we were also talking about like johnny cage and and just like the importance of because we were also talking about other fighting games she's a big fighter you know she loves fighters so do i uh, but we were talking about like when you have like uh these kind of iconic characters that have sort of become your uh the fan favorites and like you said the the staples of the roster it's like it's 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 kind of insane not to include them, you know like what like why wouldn't you do that? Yes, you have to introduce new characters, and that's fine. I'm not saying don't do that, but you know don't alienate a certain member of your a certain uh section of your fan base by not including these classic characters i mean i i feel like that's just obvious but you know well
1: it's funny uh, because think about this right like and it's funny that you're talking about it because we were i was talking about it um at a photo shoot for serotonics uh my my clothing line plug intended mm -hmm. um anyway so we were talking (laughs) about like that one character that one person that you know should be in every fighting game right because we're talking about and and you can answer this question too. When you think of kung fu movies, who do you think of? Mm-hmm. You you just think of Bruce Lee. Like that's just that's Bruce the answer. Mm-hmm. And um, you see him in every every game, and that's what we were talking about. We we're talking about the the yeah. importance of him. And then you see every video game has that iconic character that resembles you know Bruce Lee, and oh, yeah. so. Not seeing Liu Kang in certain video games for Mortal Kombat, you're like, "What the fuck is this? This isn't. Yeah, Where's my yeah, man? Exactly. At? Yeah." And so we were talking about it, like Law and um, and Liu Kang, and we were talking about you can you can see they purposely went out of the way to get that that one character. And you're right, like when you're missing that guy, or when you have those characters and you're missing that one character, you're like, "This isn't the same fucking game." Like I love the characters. But I wish the other guys were in there. Because, like, even, like, Mortal Kombat 2, which is really going to date me, um, Sonya Blade (laughs) and Kano weren't in the game, but they were in the game. Like, they were just, like, tied up characters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, I remember that, It's very... I don't know. It's very crazy to see, but it's kind of... You have, like, you have the originals, the original seven. And, like, those guys should be in every single game in some shape or Mm -hmm. form. And so it's just funny to see them Mm -hmm. now, like... On the eleventh game, and we're still here. Like, I love Sonya. I love Johnny. I love Scorpion. I love Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, I love those guys. Speaking of Sonya yeah. Blade, did you happen to see? <coughs> me. Uh, did you happen to see uh, Elimination Chamber for the WWE? I did not. So, as we have talked about, Ronda Rousey is voicing the character of mm-hmm. Sonya Blade. And this last week at Elimination Chamber, and the next pay per view, which is called Fast Lane. She's going to be appearing as Sonya Blade.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yo, she had the vest, the pants. She had the Mortal Kombat logo on the upper part of her uh, her jacket. She had the hat. Yo, she was dressed. I was like, this is like the dope. coolest thing ever. <laughs> and she <laughs> beat the shit out of the girl that she was wrestling against. Um, like less than two minutes but it was very, it was very cool yeah. to see that uh, she's paying tribute to uh, the Mortal Kombat character.
0: No, yeah, that's always awesome. I love it when, uh, like, when people who get involved and stuff like that, when they go that extra mile to show, like, hey, I'm a fan too. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. That's that's totally cool. It was funny. You know, cause, props like... to her. Like, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm happy for her. You know, like that. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> like, I, I just, I can't say it enough. That is awesome. I love it. it I was, love that kind of stuff.
1: It was funny because all uh, right,
0: let's. Oh, go
1: I want to tap one more. Um, so a while ago, the New Day, right? They're on the wrestling. It's funny. It this turned to wrestling and then we
0: still... Yeah, like, like what, what happened? <laughs> so
1: the New Day had came out and they were wearing, like, weird colors, right? Blue, red, and brown, right? And you see them all together mm-hmm. and each, each one is representative of one. Like, Big E, he's the big baddie of the group or the big guy of the group. He was wearing all red. Uh, Kofi was wearing all blue. And then... Uh, Xavier was wearing all brown and you had to look really close to get it because at first you're like they don't even match like this is stupid but <laughs> if you looked at Kofi's shoes they had spikes on the end and if you looked at Kofi's oh. pants they had black with uh, brown with white to make it look like a tail yo they were straight mm-hmm. doing the Sonic characters and it was so cool <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome yeah I love that Because I don't know if you know,
1: but Xavier Woods has his own uh, YouTube channel called Up Up Down Down, where he's himself Austin (laughs) Creed. Um, But yeah, so yo, yes, his his gaming channel is the best. Um, It's got the best title. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, so he he like talks about video games, talks about comic stuff, like very huge nerd. He had Bill Goldberg on one episode, which was even cooler. Oh, that's cool. But um yeah so he talks about like all this stuff like anime stuff, like movie stuff he just has a huge knack for like talking about everything that like we talk about just not as cool as us and uh it's just it's fun to watch <laughs> him it's fun to watch him and it, and like like I said, it's just cool to see some of the stuff that he does,
0: yeah man, yeah i agree i i like um I always tell people like you know when you people who you kind of you know if you look up to somebody or you're a fan of somebody or whatever. And then you find out like, oh, man, they're, you know, they, they're into the same stuff I am. That's cool. It it helps uh, make them a bit more relatable, I think, because yes. then you're like, oh, man, he, he's into the same stuff. That's awesome. We have that in common. So, yeah, man, I, that's awesome. man. I love that. I love finding out that kind of thing. So I'm going to have to check out his YouTube channel. <laughs> you
1: know they were uh they like play fighting games and the loser of the fighting game has to like do a dare and uh, oh couple. no <laughs> it was like was it last year it might have been last year, year before um one of the wrestlers mm-hmm. her name's sasha banks her best friend uh, is yeah. named bailey they fought in injustice too bailey nice. won, and sasha banks had to eat two habanero peppers and I was oh, like, no. seeds and all, <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't pity you right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, ah, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. <clears throat> contra- <clears throat> all right. So the contra code, yes, I love that. <laughs> Anybody who references that is immediately cool in my book. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, to resume our regularly scheduled show, uh, for you know, turned into a WWE podcast for a while there. <laughs> Uh, we did get some uh, I do have some DC TV news that I want to bring up Um, we got some casting news for uh, the Batwoman TV show that's going to be on uh, the CW starring Ruby Rose as Kate Kane aka Batwoman Uh, we have our our big bad for at least the first season Uh, actress Rachel I never know if I'm pronouncing her last name right Rachel Scarston Scarston I apologize if if I if I'm just butchering your last name uh, she's going to be playing the villain Alice, who leads a uh, Alice in Wonderland-themed gang, and this is of special note because this marks another DC homecoming. Uh, Rachel Skarsten uh, was one of the three lead actresses on the short-lived Birds of Prey television series back in two thousand two, where she played Dinah Lance. And if you, if you like me, know that name, uh if you haven't seen the show and you're going to watch the show, uh, just be prepared because the character on the show bears very little resemblance to the character from the comic books. So just a little warning for you guys. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great that she's coming back. She's coming back home. She even uh, posted on Instagram like she was like, oh, you know, it's great to be coming home. So, yeah, it, it, that's pretty cool to me because I did like that show. Like I said, it only ran for one season, but it's kind of a cult favorite. So uh, you can watch that. It's available on DVD, but you can also watch it on the DC Universe streaming service. Uh, And that's going to lead right into uh, the last segment that I have. Uh, We're going to talk about Doom Patrol. Now this, as of today, there are two episodes available. I have not seen the second episode yet, so I'm only going to be reacting to the first episode Uh, Again, this is not a review, and there's probably going to be some spoilers in here. Uh, So, you know, here's your warning, spoiler warning. Uh, Cliff, you haven't checked out Doom Patrol yet, have you?
1: I have not yet, but do not worry about spoilers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, And like I said, this is really just my reactions to it. Uh, It's awesome. Like, uh, when I saw the trailers and everything for it, I thought, okay, this is a show I'm really going to be into. But I wasn't expecting it to be as... um, adult as it is. Uh, And I stress this, this is not a show for kids. Uh, This was very evident by the introduction to Cliff Steele in the show. We get flashbacks to before his accident that turned him into robot man. And the first thing we see him doing is going to town on his nanny, the, 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 the woman who's supposed to be watching his child. And it is not censored or covered up or anything like you, there's nudity and it's full on. Like I was shocked at first. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, but like I said, the show is not for kids at all. Uh, and honestly, if they had watered it down, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, and it's just from there, it just moves like you, you see um, because the doom patrol were introduced on Titans. Uh, and it was the same cast with one exception. The actor who played the chief in that one episode of Titans has since been replaced. I, d- I don't remember what his name was. I apologize. Um, but he, the the new actor is one of my favorite actors of all time, Timothy Dalton. And he, kills it. He's so good. Uh I mean that's no surprise with Timothy Dalton for crying out loud. He's a classically trained actor and he's he's phenomenal. Uh the rest of the cast is also just great. Brendan Fraser, uh, 90s kids. Uh Brendan Fraser plays Cliff Steele in flashbacks and he provides the voice of Robot Man and uh he's amazing. Uh I feel like this is if Brendan Fraser is going to have a comeback, this is definitely it because, you know, he sort of had a he has had a rough career in the last couple of years. Like, I don't even want to bring up some of those terrible movies he was in. But uh, if you're someone like me who used to be a fan of his and you saw how down on his luck he was, it's so satisfying to see him in this role because he really does remind you how much of an actor he is. Like, he gets to do some really heavy acting, dramatic acting, and, and he gets to have fun too because the character all of these characters have really really tragic uh backstories and i think robot man's at least so far is the most tragic i'm not going to get into why uh you guys are just going to have to watch the show or if you read the comic books you pretty much know uh they did change a few things for people's um origin stories but for the most part they stay pretty faithful to it and uh we were talking about this gentleman earlier in the show matt balmer who plays uh, Larry Trainer, aka Negative Man. Again, this is a role that uh, I'm so glad to see him in because he gets to be a superhero and he, again, this is a role that he really gets to sink his teeth into that, again, his backstory is very... Uh, I wouldn't necessarily... Well, It is tragic, but it's also just kind of heartbreaking because uh, this is a case of where they made some changes to the character's backstory, but I feel the changes they made help to really give the character another layer for the audience the viewers to kind of understand like this guy was tormented before he had his accident that turned him into a negative man and so you know in the narration they even say you know he felt like a monster before he was a monster and to me that was like oh my god like oh man that's That was heartbreaking, you know? And again, I'm not going to say what it was, although if you've seen the trailer, you know what it is. But uh, yeah, and everybody else on the show too, like uh, April Balby, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name either, who plays Alasta woman. If you're saying like, hey, that's too much like Alasta girl from The Incredibles. There's a reason for that. They stole the name. Um, (laughs) And that's not me being a fanboy. That's true. You can look that up. Uh, Disney actually had to strike a deal with uh, Warner Brothers and DC to use that name. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. Uh, (laughs) But even her story where she was kind of this diva, she's an actress, Rita Farr, from the 1930s, 1940s. And she was like a really egotistical diva. And then something horrible happens to her. And that's one of those stories where it's like, good, that's what you deserve. But then you see just how much she sort of repents for it, you know, and, how much uh what happens to her it, she really suffers through it and she she can't even even in the present day you know however many 70 years later after what happened to her you know she still doesn't even have total control over it so you know these characters are all really well fles- fleshed out and you really feel for them and they feel like as odd as this is going to say, because, you know, one guy is made up of negative energy and another guy is a a robot for crying out loud. Um, But they feel really human. And that's why you connect to them. Like I found myself, I'm not going to lie. I cried (laughs) when I was watching the first episode because that's how well they fleshed out these characters and how well, and just how much you connect to them. So, you know, hats off to this show. Like, I thought I was going to enjoy it, but I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. And like I said, I haven't watched the second episode yet. I just haven't had enough time to today. Uh, Hopefully, uh, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go right into the second episode. Because this episode, as I understand it, is our introduction to Victor Stone, a.k.a. Cyborg. And I'm really excited to see what they do with him on this show. So, yeah, this is not a review. These are just my reactions. These are my thoughts. And really, I just want to encourage people: if you haven't tried out the DC Universe, please check it out. the The content they're putting out, their original content, is well worth the monthly fee. Like Titans, every week was worth it. Young Justice, every week was worth it. Still is worth it. Doom Patrol, worth it. I, I I've seen some people say this on, and as much as it kind of hurts me to say this, like I agree with. I kind of feel like I might leave the CW shows behind after these current seasons wrap up and just sort of focus on the DC Universe stuff because it's that. It's so good. The production value, the casting, the writing, everything. It's great. And I I wish all superhero media could be this good. Uh, That's not a knock against anybody You know, and like I said, it hurts me to say that about the CW shows because I love them so much and I've loved them for so long. But it's like when you see something, you experience something that is on a whole nother level. It's like, yeah, man, I kind of want to follow this and see where this goes. And, you know, and and, uh, I know Cliff probably feels the same way as I do. Not specifically about this, but just in, in general, it feels like nowadays there is so much superhero content out there, whether it's movies, TV shows animated series video games and even just the comic books that spawned all of these things it's getting really hard to keep up with all of it so super yeah so yeah it's really hard i know like you you mentioned uh how you had only just recently seen ant-man and the wasp and it's like yeah i get it as much as i kind of tease you about it i get it man it's hard to keep up with all this stuff (laughs) especially like a, a guy like you you know, you're married. You have a kid. You have so many ventures that you're pursuing. Your your clothing line. Shout out to Ceratonix. uh Yeah. You, you're on. How many podcasts are you on right now?
1: Um. So I do three, and then uh, my I have a fourth one that I'm just kind of a reoccurring guest on. Like, whenever they just want yeah. me to come on, I just go on. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a lot. Not to lie.
0: Yeah. You know. And so if you're like me, and you're or you're like Cliff, and you have You know you have other commitments that you have to to honor uh you know it's not easy to keep up with all this stuff and uh you know i i feel for for me anyways it feels like i i'm just gonna have to pick one of these venues and just like that's that's my one that's the one and i unfortunately as far as superhero television goes i think for me it's going to be the dc universe because it is a higher it's a higher quality and it's just oh my god like trust me check it out and you'll see what i'm talking about because titans blew me away and like i said i love that we're getting new young justice after so long and now even doom patrol is like this is amazing like i never number one i never thought we'd get a live action doom patrol and then number two i never thought it would be this good so you know here we are (laughs) So yeah, that that does it for everything I wanted to talk about. Cliff, do you have anything else you want to you want to bring up, you want to mention?
1: No, actually, that's um that's it pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we this was a pretty wild episode as well. Like it went in directions I didn't <laughs> expect it to go. But I it, mean, you know, that's that's what we do here, people. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find some entertainment or amusement in what we do. We're just a couple of nerds who like to share our passions with you.
1: We never... We, and, uh, we, before we go move around. We always, 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 always move around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. That's true. Uh, and before we go, uh, again, I want to give a shout-out to uh, a friend of the show, Savannah Meyer, who, like I said in last week's episode, uh, was going through an ordeal. She's doing fine. She's doing better now. But I want to give her a special shout-out on today's episode before we go, because today she just snagged a role in a new movie and i know she's super excited about it i'm super excited for her i'm so proud of her and anybody who's not following her or not keeping up with her please go do so show her some love uh you know give her your support she deserves it i'm telling you right now she's gonna be a star all right and y'all are gonna regret not getting in on the ground floor of her fandom right now all right so proud of you savannah uh I'm so excited. I can't wait to see the I can't wait to see the film. And I know you're gonna crush it. So yeah, that's uh that's really that's the last thing I wanted to say before we go. Thank you all for listening. Uh we'll be here again, same nerd time, same nerd channel, and if all goes well, we might have uh another episode for you before the weekend is out. Clifford, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Yeah, so you guys can find me um on snapchat instagram as well as twitter at cmmiller underscore 85 you guys can find me also here um on Franken culture on not only nerds at the round table but you guys can actually catch me um on Frankensteiner as well as get the ko and last but not least i want to kind of talk about it there is the new hoodie it's out on it's out for pre-order uh just go to serotonix.net uh, we actually just started going viral on World Star Hip Hop, so it's really cool. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it was super chill. Like the video is super funny. If you guys haven't seen it, it's this girl. She farts in the wind uh, in a fan, and the guy lifting weights. He stands up. He's wearing our t- our tank top, so it was really funny. But he just covers his face. Uh, but yeah, when I last checked it this morning, um, and this was like 18 hours after the video was posted. million views so it's like growing super quick yeah so hopefully that's all drives more traffic but we definitely want to bring on more people uh that's just a fan of the show wants you to come check out uh www.seratonix.net and if you guys want i'll put it in the description uh down in the in the intro so you guys can check it out
0: yep yep straight up like i said um you know shout out to serotonix go check them out uh and uh, once again, shout out to Frank and culture, uh, you know, our, our partner on, I keep saying new partner, but we've been partnered for them for a while now. I got to stop saying that. So yeah, shout out to them and everything they're doing, go check out everything Cliff's doing. Like I said, the boy is busy. Right? He's on so many podcasts right now. I, I'm amazed he has time to do hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, all right. So my, you know, me, my name is Antonio Padilla. You can find me on Twitter at Tron Pilgrim. You can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, at TronPilgrim87. Throw me a follow, throw me a like, whatever. I'll follow you back. (laughs) Let us know what you thought about the show. Let us know if there's anything you wanted to hear us talk about. You know, do your thing. All right, nerds, that's going to do it for today. Join us next week, and we'll see you.